the Jeffers Notes with John Jeffers, only on Contra Radio Network. Welcome, Intelligentsia, to the first episode of The Jeffers Note. What is The Jeffers Note? It's a short, condensed version of The Jeffers Brief. When I find a point or a story or something I want to get out to you, and I don't have a lot of information and time to do a full-blown Jeffers Brief episode, we have The Jeffers Note. So this is episode one, and we'll just do, it's like little hit jobs. That's all it is. And it should be a little bit easier than trying to muddle through sometimes a Jeffers brief, which I know could be too much. So I think we have to ask ourselves a question, especially if you're a prepper and you're new to this and you don't know the answer. And this goes for just about any, any American, uh, except for liberals. They, 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 they like to use other people's money, never their own. So whether that makes them smart or not, what do I know, right? Okay, anyways. The question is, how much cash Americans should be keeping stashed at home in 2023? Well, many people do keep physical cash at home, and for good reason. Even in a society where most vendors and retailers accept debit and credit cards, there are still cases in which having cash is beneficial. After all, cash is king. So certain places like local shops, farmers markets, you know, state fairs, county fairs, often only accept cash. Uh, those that do take a card might require you to spend a certain amount in order to use your card. And depending on where you shop, you might also be subject to a surcharge when using a credit card, usually 3%. Because a lot of the retailers, they'll use their credit card to make the sale, but they want you to pay their 3%, which is what they pay for the privilege of accepting a credit card. Generally, I do not support those businesses. I will not. I figure that's that's part of doing business. That's fine. I choose not to uh, give you that 3% for your business. Anyways, so not only that, but having a little cash on hand could be helpful when there are no ATMs nearby or if you're facing an emergency, don't have access to online or traditional banking services. Now, if you're wondering how much physical cash to keep at home, or if you're curious about how much the typical American has, here's what you need to know. Now, a recent Go Banking Rates survey of 1,141 American adults found that 23% of respondents think their home is the safest place to keep their money. But when asked how much physical cash they actually have at home, well, responses vary greatly. According to the survey, the majority of respondents, 35%, save a, uh, they say they have $100 or less in cash at home. Another 30% of respondents say that they have between $101 and $500 at home, while just over 7% of people said they have between $501 and $1,000 in physical cash. Now, what's interesting is that just under 10% of those surveyed said they keep more than $1,000 in physical cash, meaning 16% of respondents don't have any cash at all. So depending on your circumstances 
and the way you handle your personal or household finances, you might not want to keep any cash at home at all. Now, according to Tarek El Ali, he's founder of the Smart Insurance Agents. He says, uh, Tarek says, I don't have any cash at home whatsoever. All of our bills are set up for automatic deduction from either a bank account or credit card. When we do our shopping, we actually opt for Amazon or merchandise stores that accept credit cards. The ease of contactless payments has rendered carrying cash obsolete in our lives, Tarek continues. On the rare occasions when we require cash for local fairs or stores, we can simply visit the nearby ATM and withdraw the necessary amount. A lot of people think that way. Now, you should keep a few hundred dollars at home. Then again, having a few hundred dollars on hand could be useful in times of emergency. So be sure to consider your budget when deciding exactly how much to keep around, though. That way, you still have enough in your bank account for any bills or daily expenses that might come up. You should keep an amount of cash at home that you are comfortable with in case of emergency. This should be uh, no more than a few hundred dollars or whatever amount makes sense for your lifestyle and budget. And that's a suggestion from Evan Tunis, who's president of the Florida Healthcare Insurance. Uh, Tunis says keeping a small amount of cash at home ensures that you will have a backup if needed without the risk of having too much on hand. It's important to keep track of your cash and to make sure it is secure from potential theft or damage. Additionally, carrying large amounts of cash can be risky in terms of safety. Once it's gone, it's gone. Now, in some cases, especially if you have a larger family or facing a national emergency, having a larger amount of cash around could be helpful. And that's why Scott Lieberman, founder of TouchdownMoney.com, suggested keeping one to $2,000 at home. That might sound excessive, but think of it this way. You need enough money to get by for a while if a national emergency makes it impossible to access the funds you have in the bank, said Lieberman. Also, the bigger your household, the more cash you should stash. That's because you'll need more money to keep a larger group of people clothed, fed, and sheltered. Another situation in which having some physical cash can be a good idea is if you're struggling to keep a strict budget. By keeping some cash around, you can leave behind the credit or debit cards and use only cash for certain things like grocery shopping. This can help prevent overspending or impulse buys that might lead to financial stress. You might also want to keep uh, cash at home if you're doing a money savings challenge. Now the 52 week savings challenge for instance has you set aside a certain amount of cash each week with the end goal of saving up $1,378 in a year. Alternatives to keeping cash at home, even if you keep small amounts of cash at home, it is still a good idea to diversify where you keep your funds. After all, cash might be accessible, but it isn't always the most secure option. Keeping cash at home is just one part of a larger commitment you should make to keeping your funds accessible. Be mindful of where you put your money, said Lieberman. Prioritize cash savings and to put money in savings accounts where you can access them in a pinch. Other options, other than uh, keeping cash around, include using a credit or debit card, setting up automatic transfers from your bank account to an alternative savings account, or having access to other services such as PayPal, added Tunis. These methods are more secure and can give you peace of mind knowing that your money is better protected from theft or damage.
Now, myself, I don't have, I don't use a savings account. I use a money market account. Higher interest rate. So how much cash should you actually have at home? Ultimately, the amount of physical cash you should keep at home depends on several factors, and these include your personal budget, household size, savings goals, and access to traditional or online banking services. Depending on your personal financial situation, you might be better off with a smaller or larger amount. It really depends on variables, many variables, and we went over some of them. So, some people keep 100, some people keep 1,000 or a little bit more. It all depends. Cash is king. If, and we've seen this a few times, when the power goes out somewhere, uh, you can't get to the ATM. And if you do get to the ATM, because the power is out, you cannot use the ATM. Therefore, you cannot access your cash. For example, you live in Florida, it's always good to have some uh, cash around, especially for hurricane season. All right, my friends. I hope you like this little uh, episode one here of the Jeffers Notes. Um, I find it uh, probably, we'll try, we'll try a little bit more. But for right now, this is a good start, I think. So welcome to episode one. Thanks for listening. I am John Jeffers.